broadcasting around the world. This is the Hard Asset Money Show. Your wealth, your money, your future. Serious talk about what's happening and how you can profit. Live in 3, 2, 1. All right, welcome back. It's about to get good. The numbers and the stats I'm about to share with you are going to make you um, pucker, not in the right place. But at least you'll know it's not a light at the end of the tunnel. Not yet, but we'll get there. This podcast is brought to you by Hard Asset Management. We have the guaranteed lowest prices on all precious metals and rare coins. Call us at 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. So the petrodollar has delayed the dollar's total collapse. What's the petrodollar? Well, let's talk about the petrodollar. Petrodollars, because dollars have such a huge demand, and it's the reserve currency of the world for most cases, pretty much all cases. But oil is based in dollars. If it wasn't for oil, the dollar would be worth below zero. In fact, you would have had to make even more dollars to create a dollar in value. Right now, it's 12 to 1 on debt. Pretty soon, it'll be 20 to 1, 30 to 1, 40 to 1. But at that point, it'll collapse. So the risk of the dollar collapsing without gold backing it was a major Nixon initiative. And Secretary of State Henry Kissinger came up with this really clever idea. They offered Saudi Arabia military protection with the Saudis agreeing to sell all oil in global dollars. Because their oil goes globally and they only want it based in dollars. So when they get payment for their oil, it comes in dollars. The U.S. would also sell give Saudi Arabia major quantities of military equipment. Ooh, sounds like a tit for tat. Ooh, just saying. So that was the start of the petrodollar, which was temporarily protected the U.S. dollar from a complete crash to zero within months, if not years. But Nixon's promise to the American people 50 years ago on August 15th, 1971, that your dollar will be worth as much as tomorrow is the same as If you like your doctor, you can keep him. Remember that statement? That didn't go far. They did the statement by Tricky Dick. So again, there is no such thing as one party over the other in such ways to create chaos. They're both equally good at it. It's all about the individual. And, And none of them do this with the idea to destroy the economy overnight. It just works out that way. And destroying it doesn't mean that it's not inevitable that we get back to somewhere where we have strength and growth. When I say destroy it, it's the net cause effect of printing something so much so or creating something that it's got no value. Think about it. You can get loans for under 3% right now. They're giving cash away at the banks. Why? Because there's so much cash out there. It's called too much cash. It's called inflation. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. So again, Nixon's promise to the American people 50 years ago that your dollar will be worth just as much tomorrow was a lie. That was a lie. Yes, one dollar is still one dollar, but in purchasing power terms, it's only worth two cents compared to 1971. So if you have cash, I mean cash, whether it's in the bank, whether it's under the mattress, whether it's buried behind grandma's cold storage she shed that has got jars tucked away canning for 30 years whatever it's worth two cents if you started that endeavor in 1971 and you can pretty much follow the demise of the dollar on a, on a yearly basis is not good and it's only going to get worse that's the best part it's going to get worse 
Better do something soon. So, but the real collapse of the dollar is not yet started yet in spite of 98% falls in 71. Not quite. Here's where we're going to get to the good stuff. So the great financial meltdown. Some people call it crisis. Some people call it recession. There's many people call it the greatest depression of all time because it was global-based. It wasn't U.S.-based like in 29 through 36. That's not true. This was global, and it affected everybody. So since the great financial depression from 2006 to 2010, there has been an exponential growth in U.S. money supply. Why? Well, again, let's just print our way. Let's debt our way to prosperity. Looking at the U.S. money supply, it shows that it grew from, okay, hold on a second. I'm just, just hang on. Once you get prepared for this, you might want to grab a piece of paper and a pen for this one. So I'm going to give you two numbers, and they're, they're not good. One was kind of good. One's really bad. Just the M1 money supply, just the M1 money supply has grown from 1971, $220 billion, okay, to nearly $20 trillion. So in other words, your dollar has lost 98%. Majority of those dollars came from, again, 2006 to present. So had you bought gold back in 2008, you'd still be up at least 2.2 times your money. It's respectable. It's not get rich quick, but it is get rich. That's just gold. There's other things out there within the hard asset market that we can detail later in a different show that have done even exceptionally more than that, 10 times better than that, 20 times better than that. But still, that's not bad. And from the highs that we saw earlier in the year, you'd have made about 2.5, almost three times your money. Not quite three, but close. But if you had got gold in 1971, when this all started, because it kind of came into late to the party in 2007, 8, which is not bad. You're still, still ahead. You would have had, let's say, you put $10,000 in gold. And it was, let's say, it's $30 an ounce. Today, we're selling for about $1,800 an ounce. So from thirty dollars to $1,800, that $10,000 would be up a lot, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times, 50 times. Okay. You get some idea? 60 times in value. Now that kept up with inflation. That kept you in the house, in the car, food on the table, a couple kids in college. It did well, but you got to do it. We'll be right back. Green energy demand should turbocharge silver prices to $200 an ounce, according to many experts around the world. Silver in 2020 rose nearly 48%, beating the S&P by double, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. Call now and get your free Hard Asset Management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. From 1971 to 2011, the growth seems modest at a compounded annual rate of 6%. Okay, that's not bad. Now, that's the growth in the M1 money supply, 6%. Ooh, sounds not that bad, but ooh, it's really, really bad. Let me tell you why. Yeah, let me tell you really why it's bad. That means you have to have an increase in your pay, in your standard of living income 
to be able to afford today what you could afford in 1971 at 6% a year. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. People can have kept up with that. Okay? That's not, it's just not real. That's why the middle class keeps getting pushed down. It's politicians, economics. And again, the Republicans, uh, Tricky Dick, and again, I don't want to say party, political party, because it's not true. Not, not all Republicans, not all Democrats are bad. They're just not. They all have very sound ideas, but a lot of them get watered down or they don't get initiated at all. When the parties come together, we create great stuff. But this time we had a Republican, Tricky Dick, who obviously was kicked out of office for being not a great guy, comes right down to it, lying is still bad. But worse, he believed that he could spend his way to utopia and the American people have paid for it, especially us middle class. So from 1971 to, 19, to 2011, excuse me, the growth seems modest at a compounded annual rate of 6%. But if the dollar purchasing power declined by the same rate, it would lead to prices doubling every 12 years. Or put in other terms, the value of the currency on average would drop by 50% every 12 years. Hmm, sounds about right. So then from 2011 to present, when the money supply started growing in earnest, M1 grew by 24% annually, which means that prices in theory would double every three years. 100% correct. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to prove it right now. So if you look at some statistics here, and look at the 70s. I'm not, I can't get to the exact year, but it's like early 70s. An average house was around $20,000, $25,000. Nice house. Average income, fifteen dollars to $20,000. It's about right for the house. Average house in America, four hundred fifty to 500000 I might be low at that. I have not seen the numbers lately. I'm going by some numbers from a few months ago. I know that real estate in some markets has tripled in the past 12, 18 months. Tripled. Not doubled. Tripled. And if your income isn't around four to five hundred thousand right now, you're not keeping up with the cost of inflation. Inflation is a tax that hits us, the middle class, the hardest. It does. It's just the way it is. So from August of 2019 to August of 21, the M1 has gone up by 126% a year. And if that wasn't translated into the purchasing power of the dollar, it would lead to prices doubling every seven months. Got that? Let me say that again. We have seen from August of 19, write this one down, I'm telling you, this is good stuff. August of 19 to August of 21, the M1 money supply, the money we print to put in the economy through the M1 supply has gone up by 126%. If that was translated to the purchasing power of the dollar, it would lead to prices doubling every seven months. So I sure hope everybody here, gold was up 27% last year, silver was up 47% last year. Many, many, many rare coins have gone up 50 to 100% in the past 12 to 18 months. Why? Because that's what they do. Inflationary measures create strength and hard assets. Inflation is bad for corporate earnings. Money comes out of stocks. Rates have to go up. Kills bonds. Goes into hard assets. Why? Because that's what it does. That when the dollar goes down, people want to maintain their buying power. You can't put it in cash. Can't put it in CDs. Can't put it in real estate. Can't put it in stocks. And you're sure as shit ain't going to put it in bonds. They'll get decimated when the rates go up. So what do you do? You buy gold 
like every other country. Do you know that last year and this year, from what our numbers are showing, at least right now on, on the surface, it may be the largest buying of gold by sovereign wealth funds, hedge funds, institutions, and downright billionaires ever. Like we've never seen the amount of gold being bought as a hedge against inflation and currency devaluation. We'll be right back. Make sure you listen to our commercials. We need you to buy products from our sponsors and advertisers so we can keep the show going. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own gold as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to purchase and own gold. Just since 2000, gold is up 500%, while the dollar is down 33%. With many gold experts predicting gold can surge up to $25,000 an ounce, now is the time to buy gold. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. Gold was up 25% last year, easily beating the S&P 500, an incredible return for any investor. Recently, with China, Russia, and Poland buying record levels of gold, now is the time for you to own gold. Are you truly diversified in your long-term portfolio to weather any storm? Call now or go to our website at bmcham.com and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own gold. 844-426-4653. So it was, again, in the last two years, we would have had to double the purchasing power of the dollar in order to keep up with the M1 money supply. Yeah, that's bad. But my clients, and we we talk about this, our customers here are buying a lot of metals, a lot of coins, and we're doing great. It's not get rich. It's not get rich quick, but it is get wealthy, maintain wealth, increase wealth, diversify. I got more for you. This this show's not done yet. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you go away. Don't you dare. No, no, no. You, You sit back down. Okay? Sit back down. So define inflation as growth in money supply and not in prices. How do you define inflation as growth in money supply and not in prices? Aha, so let's do it. The Western world until now has experienced very little consumer price inflation. This is true. Instead, the credit expansion has created exceptional inflation in asset prices. Michael Berry, we all know him. If you don't, I'm going to tell you who he is. This guy, very humble, genius mathematics, genius on economy, and related cycles within, whether it's domestic or global, 2007, early 7, late 6, really kind of late 06, early 07, said we are in for a world of hurt. The mortgage-backed securities, all different types, derivatives, tons of derivatives, held mortgages from A to D. And there's a lot of Fs in there. A lot of the Cs and D paper became F paper. Now, I didn't go to university, so I can't claim a special fancy degree, but I can tell you this. I know my alphabet. A is great. D, not so great. F, bad. All of the subprime loans that were in these mortgage-backed securities, bonds, let's just call them bonds, derivatives if you want to get technical, had a huge amount of the mortgages fail. That is why we had the big collapse. We are experiencing that same kind of credit bubble Michael Berry called the financial collapse both global in such a way 
He was a little early to the party, but that guy was right. He wins the pinata. He gets the prize. He gets the cake because he was right, and he made a lot of money for his clients, about 450 to 500% return in about a two-and-a-half-year period. I am telling you, people, listen to me carefully. We are seeing an asset inflation in the U.K., in the late 60s and early 70s that led to price inflation with the collapse of the UK stock market and the pound back those days. Let's take a look at what that means in the UK when they expanded credit, created an asset bubble that was like anything we've ever seen before, okay, until 2008. So during the late 60s and early 70s, okay, from like 1968-ish to 1971-72, if you look at what... The pound was worth a dollar twenty a pound twenty seven. So it's basically one pound twenty seven pence. So let's just call it two dollars. I'm gonna say two bucks because in relative terms it's about what it translates to about two bucks. Two years later, two years later, that two dollars was worth twenty cents. Okay, two years later, the FT index in the UK, which is your Financial Times, kind of like the Dow Jones is here. The FT index went down by two thirds, and the pound lost. 40% against the dollar between 1972 and 1976. People, it's, it's coming. It's already here. What am I saying? It's coming. It's already here. It's just we haven't realized it yet. Another remarkable move in the 1970s, which many experience, gold went from what? $35 an ounce in 1972 to $850 in 1980. So if you had owned stocks in the 70s until 1980, you would have made not a lot. In fact, you probably would have given a lot back. But if you had bought gold, you would have made nearly 30 times your money. Did you hear me carefully? 30 times. In my opinion, that move is nothing compared to what we're going to see in precious metals and rare coins. In fact, we've already seen big moves. And I expect this to be over the next three to five years. Because remember, these cycles, we're kind of into that end stage of this latest economic boom. End stage means we're probably six to 12 months away from probably another 2007, 2008. I think it's going to be worse, and I'll tell you why, on the next show. But right now, we're going to finish with the monetary system and its demise as a fiat currency. But I'm going to tell you why. I'll go into that tomorrow. So let's just, again, talk about some of the other statistics. Again, not to try to scare people, but to leave you information to make you understand that history repeats itself. But sometimes the history is even worse for the future than to the past because we seem not to learn. So... Inflation in the UK went wild in the 70s. Why? Because they overspent, overstimulus. It was a socialist-type agenda in the late 60s, early 70s in the UK. They thought they could spend their way to utopia, borrow their way to utopia, and it turned out to be one of the worst economic calamities in the Great Britain and the UK history, period. So you had a perfect combination of a collapsing currency, surging prices, and a collapse of their entire stock and bond market. The average inflation was around 15% for up to seven years in the 70s. Mortgage rates went to levels that would make all borrowers bankrupt. If you're a borrower and you wanted to go to the bank back in the 70s, your mortgage rate was 21%. Good luck. So as inflation, annual inflation was 1% for 171 years, Okay, 171 years in the UK until spending became the norm in the late 60s through a new socialist government. 
And then it was averaging 5.5% increase. And then all of a sudden, boom, Nixon takes us off the gold standard. And we see the inflation go through the roof. We see, remember, by 1980, 18% interest rates, 15 to 20% mortgages, 20% car loans. That's bad. Gold went through the roof by almost 30-fold in that eight, nine-year period. People, wake up. So what my point to this today in the show is the dollar is doomed. The digital dollar is coming. China's already launched their digital currency. Gold today is far more greater in value than paper currency will ever be. And, and the last thing I'll say this, and then we're going to sign off for today's show, is if you're diversified, and I don't know what the percentage is best for everybody. I don't know. I'm going to say a number here because it works for most of my clients and customers that, based on their feedback. 20, 25% of your cash and hard assets diversified through at least three different metals, different industrial use, different fundamentals within the metals, but they're all good simultaneously, but some may react a little bit better than others. So you can always diversify, select rare coins. You know, we've been doing this for almost 40 years. We're very good at this. We pick winners. We don't pick losers, but understand what I'm saying to you on this show. This is inevitable because it's already here. It's already happened. It's not like we're waiting for the sun to set waiting for the moon to come out. We've already gone through that cycle. We've gone through millions of days of that cycle for people on earth. We've gone through enough to know that we can count on it. So with that said, uh, we will have a follow-up on this show. I'm getting texts and emails already and calls coming in. Oh, we got lots of questions. I'm going to have to answer those and continue this show. We may have a part three or I'll just kind of do another one because there's tons more stats. Because I'm telling you what the past has done. I think we'll do a show on the future and what it's going to mean for the next three to five years, where I think the rates are going to go. And again, people, I use mathematics. I use mathematics. There's no emotion. Fundamentals are driven every day based on real mathematics, things of which we know we can subsequently point to. Okay? All right, this is Christian Briggs and my partner, John Grainer, at the desk over there, my producer, signing off. We'll talk to you later. I wish everybody a great day, and we look forward to our next show.